Welcome to the Dropship Podcast, where you'll learn how to build and grow a high-ticket dropshipping business and hear stories from successful e-commerce entrepreneurs. Let's kick this thing off. Hey, welcome to the Dropship Podcast. And today we want to touch on a subject that I think is really important in any aspect of life, but more important in business is to actually play the long game, like actually focus on what's going to be down the road instead of like pleasure now, pleasure now, pleasure now. I think that's the world we live in though, John. Like if I want a dopamine hit, I can get one in many, many ways right now. And uh, it feels like a cocaine kind of mindset, but like <laughs> how, do we, how do we focus on the long yeah, game? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, I watched, uh, are you a Theo Vaughn guy? Hey, John and I in Australia, and we just realized we forgot to run a Black Friday ad on the podcast. <laughs> so here it is, literally recording it live before John puts this out later tonight. If you want to hop on our Black Friday sale, now is the time. Dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash Black Friday. You will not see a better deal than this uh, probably ever because John continues to make them even better every <laughs> single time. So hop on that deal. If you want to hop in the course, there's two offers on that page. They are absolute no-brainers. Dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash Black Friday. No, I don't know who that is. I've been is. putting up. Oh, really? He's uh, he might be my favorite comedian. I've been putting him oh, off cool. for a while. He's he's kind of like a you know a country bumpkin, Louisiana, Alabama kind of guy. Yeah. And he had Tucker Carlson on, okay. and YouTube yeah. just kept saying you should watch this. And I'm like, man, is Theo gonna have takes that Tucker Carlson that really has an, a, a take on? <laughs> the funniest thing I've watched in a really fucking long time. Really? If you're a Theo yeah. Vaughn fan, I would definitely recommend watching it. Uh, and that he t- that's we talked about his drug usage. You know, he's been sober for a little while, and he was just like, I. You know, when I was in mental pain, I wanted that hit right now. Not, I'm going to drink a couple beers and hopefully I relax an hour from now. I want that cocaine mindset. I think that's what the, you know, people we often see perhaps before our course or in our course, they, man, they need it right now. I need this to work today. If it doesn't work today, it's a failure. John and Ben are scams. How do we, how do we approach this in, in that, you know, this is actually a mindset shift. This is a completely different way of thinking about life. Yeah, and I, I regularly try to think about this as well because, I mean, when you've been this, – this, I mean, this is where I started. Like, I definitely started with a much more short-term mindset. When, Like, if I think back to that first business and getting into high-ticket dropshipping, I was very much expecting things to happen in a much shorter space of time than they did. At the time, though, to be fair, that is how it was sold. Like, that's actively how it was sold. Is that still the case though? Like, I mean, you're right. I mean, I see a lot of people who are looking to get into this who have very short-term expectations and a very short-term mindset. And I'm like, where does that actually come from? Like, yeah, it's the, I know, I know attention spans are shorter online and all of that sort of stuff. But like, where is that expectation coming from that you're going to get into a business and it's all going to come together really quickly? Like, I I, I'm I'm not sure because I don't see it being sold that much that way online anymore. I think that has changed a little bit since when I first got into online business where it was a bit more of the Wild West and you could get away with all sorts of wacky claims about, you know, what particular business models were capable of or going to do for you and all that sort of stuff. Um, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe people are seeing that somewhere and I'm just not seeing it. I'm, I'm not sure. But, um, uh, yeah, it does interest me. And it's, it's very common and it's... Um, it's the worst mindset to have when you come to business, like like a short term mindset. And I don't even know, like to you, what 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 do you think defines a short term mindset? Like, how would somebody honestly, recognize if they have if they if they're thinking that way? Honestly, so you know, I've got a couple eight year olds at home, 
and we're working on this, right? And I'll use mm -hmm. the language, Alex Ramosi, I think, has very good language on this, mm -hmm. about it being unreasonable that you'd be good at things. And so our eight-year-olds, yeah. one is much more athletic, I think is the right word, than the other one. And so athletic will do something, non-athletic will try it and hurt himself, and then say... Mm -hmm you know, get very sad that he's incapable of, of doing that. And one, we're just different people. And two, it'd be unreasonable to think you're going to be good at this when other twin has been doing a lot of this stuff in her room at night on the trampoline, all this stuff. And then you try it once and you don't do it. Or when they first rode their bikes, they would try once and then give up on it. Or when they joined their first sport, they would be like, you know, one of them still thinks he's the best player in the world. Eh. Um <laughs> But both of them are just like they want to be perfect right away and, and yeah. like maybe they want immediate results. And then I have to sit them down and I'll use Hormozy's language. Like it's very unreasonable to think that you've never done this before and you're going to be great, right? Or you haven't put in the time others have put in and you expect to be there already. It's, it's unreasonable to think that. You have to go put in the time. And so I don't know. Maybe it's just never been drilled into some people that they expect – instant gratification maybe it is the world we live in john I, i'm not sure mm. um it's very hard to to think long term as well especially when i was younger i wasn't thinking about what life was going to be like when i was 40 and now that i'm 40 i'm definitely not thinking about what life's going to be like when i'm 50 60 70 80 90 whatever we end up living to maybe that's just part of the human design is we it's hard to focus on the long term you got to focus on right now because for millennia we were how do we get the next meal how do we um, get the next child really. Right. And how do we mm. do everything was so short-term focused forever that it's kind of baked into us. I don't know whether any of those are the reason for this, but well, probably yeah. a correlation. And I think that's a good example going back like through evolutionary times where yes, for most of human history, things have been scarce, right? There wasn't always more food or there wasn't always more water or there wasn't always more uh, resources in wh whichever way they came, whether that was money or you know, food or, you know, gold, pepper, salt, like whatever. Um, Seashells, yeah. And so we really were focused on that sort of scarcity mindset. And to me, I think that's like short-term thinking to me is very much defined by scarcity. Like, oh, there's only so much money or, oh, like if I don't get this customer like now, there's not going to be more or like, you know, I think that to me is very much like the difference between those, the scarcity mindset, and this is one of the changes that you need to make to go from short-term uh, thinking to longer-term thinking is realizing that of the things that we need to um, uh, build a strong and healthy business, there is always more of those things. And this is challenge, challenging, depending on your background, to think about this sort of stuff. Like there is always more money. All money is created, right? Like... People just create money. There is always more money. It's not finite. Um, there is always more customers in your market. They're not finite. There's new people coming into your market every day. And there's, there's people going out, but they're always coming back in. The pie isn't getting smaller. Um, you know, there's always more traffic. There is always more. It's going to come to you um, if you hang out for long enough to get it. Whereas I think when people get into business, they are very much focused on what's happening right now because they're worried that there is not going to be that tomorrow for some reason, right? Like, oh, I missed a customer and oh my God, the sky's going to fall down because what if there's not more customers tomorrow and I missed that opportunity to make one sale? And I think when you think that way, it's very hard to build the right things in your... So if you think that way, you are 100% not going to focus on SEO 
for example, because you ain't getting a return on that work for months, generally speaking, right? Um, and so it's very for hard years. to build those long things. There's another reason why I see people not, you know, sleeping on email marketing because they think, oh, it's going to take so long to write all those emails. And if I'm doing that, I'm not going to get be doing other things that might get me paid today, um, even though doing that work will get you much more money in the future. Mm. Not that it actually takes that long anymore, thanks to uh, the improvements in AI. But, um, you know, so I think that that those short-term kind of mindsets, scarcity mindsets, et cetera, I think the, the reason you need to shift from them, mate, like a big reason why you need to shift from them in your business is because if you don't, you won't actually do the things. You won't focus on the things that will build you a profitable, sustainable, long-term business. Like you're literally going to be one of those people who constantly struggles. You saw it during COVID with the crypto craze, right? Uh, I'm no more than most. And so I'll, I'll call them what they are. There's a lot of fucking shit coins out there. Uh, but everybody was like gambling with it, right? And so first off, how do the wealthiest people in the world get and stay wealthy? They get wealthy by building a fucking business, which is hopefully why you're here because you realize that your nine to five corporate job is not going to get you wealthy. But they built a business and then they invest. And do they go look for the next fucking dog coin that they can 1000x and be rich tomorrow? No, they they simply go play the long game. They, they build with compounding assets. And oftentimes that is just riding the market at seven to 10% year, per year, which has happened across time uh, with the S and P 500. And so can you do the same thing in your business? Can you focus on playing the long game, building a compounding asset? If you sit here and say, okay, for the next 12 months, I'm going to put out one piece of content a week. At the end of that, you're going to have 52 pieces of content, which I promise you will be providing rewards in your business. And so um, I think too many people just want that instant, like, like I said, they want to be rich tomorrow, but that's, it's just literally not how it works. And for most people, how it works, they literally make TV shows on how this works for people because it ends so fucking badly if you get rich overnight, right? And so uh, I, I just, the time's going to pass anyway. And I don't know how to shift to abundance. I know it took me a very long time. One of the first things I learned was stop saying I can't afford it and say, how can I afford it? And that really got mm. me shifting the way I was thinking about stuff. I think that's a Robert Kiyosaki thing, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And it was just shifting to, not putting limitations on on the way I was thinking and just realizing that there's many, many options. And then I started realizing, oh, the pie is infinite, right? We could we could throw a niche out there right now and every single person listening to this podcast could start in that industry and they'd probably all make sales and do okay. Maybe they're not going to grow to these huge businesses, but they're all probably going to do okay because there's just so many sales. There's 350 million people in America alone, right? And we're all spending like crazy. And so... Uh, I'm not really sure how I made this shift, John. I don't think there was one book uh, that really hit this home for me. It was multiple things. It was a little bit of Robert Kiyosaki. It was a little bit of the book, The Slight Edge, was, was one of my favorite books early on, which was like, all about compounding, just doing one little thing every single day on repeat mm -hmm. and watching it grow. And so was there anything that stood out to you? Was there a book or something? Uh, you know, uh, uh, Think and Grow Rich, I think, was really important to me early on, too, as well, just hearing the mindset of people who thought differently. Uh, if you haven't read Think and Grow yeah. Rich, I'd definitely go check, check that out. I mean, I think it was a combination of things. I think it was a, a combination of going into business with the short-term mindset and seeing that that didn't actually happen. And then coupling that with listening to other people out there. Uh, some of the names and books that you've just mentioned, I have also uh, read. Um, but like other people out there, like, you know, because before you get into business, all you tend to hear about in business are the unicorns. 
the Mark Zuckerbergs, the blah, blah, blah. You know, there was a movie about Facebook and how that started, for example. Um, that's all you hear about because you're not exposed to many business owners to hear the real story of business, right? All you hear about is what's in the media, like this business owner, this business owner. Like your chances of being one of those people is how many of those people do you think are in America? Like a hundred, maybe out of 350 million, that's your chances. They're not good. They're shit. But how many successful business owners are there in America who are not those people? There's a lot. There's, or, or in any country, in, insert any Western country into that conversation. There's a lot, but their story is not being one of the unicorns. Um, and so uh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't expect that. And like hearing from like people like, um, uh, you know, on podcasts, even like people like Andy Frisella, for example, um, you know, uh, the CEO of a very big and successful business now, um, you know, first form and stuff like that. I mean, he says his story is like he was in business for 10 years before he really made any money. And then started with one tiny little supplement store. Yeah. One tiny little supplement store. They were like sleeping in the room above it or something on, on the floor and stuff like that. Him and, him and a buddy. Uh, and it was really, really shit um, in like a really shit part of town. Uh, and it was crap. And they, you know, they didn't really make break any profit for a really long time. Um, and he says like, it's not until the second 10 years he was in business that he actually went, you know, uh, into the success story we see today. Uh, and there are a lot of those stories. Uh, and I think exposure to those stories, and it, hopefully if you're listening to this podcast, you're, you know, getting this message frequently. Uh, like, I mean, right now I'm doing better in business than I've ever done. Uh, and I'm coming up to my 10th year in business. 2024 is going to be 10 years since I started my first business. Um, and yes, I had success along the way, but, you know, listening to those stories, I think for me was, was a big part of it. And then realizing, Oh, huh. Actually the process I'm going through and the experience I'm having is actually more normal than I think, hmm. because I don't think you really hear those stories until you get into business. Like you start getting, like if you put yourself out there and you go and hang out with other uh, e-commerce business owners, you come and hang out in our, in our membership, you know, you get into our Slack channel, you hear other people's stories, other people who are struggling, other people who are making small incremental advances. It's not happening overnight, but it's happening. And you see that and you go, oh, okay, yeah, right. That's how it works. Now I can reset my mind and my expectations um, and see that that's the path and that's what it's going to look like. And if I'm seeing that myself, then I'm okay because I'm not doing uh, you know, I'm not doing badly. I'm actually on track because my experience like is relatable to other people's experience. Uh, and I think that was a big thing for me is, is like, um, being in some way, whether it was reading, listening, um, sitting next to other people who are, you know, in, you know, going through the, the business journey themselves. It's easy to compare yourself to others along the way too. And, mm. and here, you know, the people who get on podcasts are likely the ones who are absolutely having an amazing, uh, a time like they're hit, they hit something real nice. Right. And I've even shared, like we went to one to 11 million in two years at a business. And like a lot of people are comparing themselves to that. And I think, you know, perhaps we should have some more of, uh, more students on the show to give more realistic expectations for what you can expect in business. Because in the beginning, you know, I share, I think I shared on the last episode that we recorded, <clears throat> You know, we, you and I lost a bunch of money in the beginning of Dropship Breakthrough. And that's like, 
we knew that coming in. We were setting that uh, that floor. I think in a dropshipping business, there, we have people who you know don't hit a home run in their first month, and they're like, "Wow, this is a dud. This is <laughs> this is not going to work." Whereas reality is like, yeah. I've shared my numbers on the three D printer guy. If you break even in month one, month two, month three, uh, that's awesome. You're making sales. You're getting reviews. People are clearly trusting you and actually buying from you. And in the beginning, your ads are probably not going to be sorted out, right? As good as we can teach it, you're still going to have a lot of things you need to iterate upon. You're getting zero free traffic because you've done no SEO whatsoever. You likely don't have very much remarketing set up whatsoever. You have holes in your bucket everywhere, but you're making sales. Like sales are coming in. You're learning how to talk to your suppliers. You're learning how to do the little things that are required for you to operate a business. And over time, you're going to get more sales. You're going to get better at conversion rate. You're going to fill all those holes in your bucket. You're going to patch them so that less people stop leaking out and start hanging out with you longer, get on your email list, become sales. You're going to learn skills. It, it is a long game. And if you're willing to commit to that, I th- we often say this, John, our best students are people who didn't stop for a year. And when they didn't stop for a year, wouldn't you know that they're in a wonderful place one year from now. And so I think just setting good expectations is a good start. Like you said, when we started out, man, I bought into the idea that I could be on a beach in Thailand about 30 days later, making <laughs> 2k a month. And I would just yeah. be the happiest camper ever. And like, that's hopefully you and I are very good at, at not, not setting these unreal expectations for people, but giving them a clear view that if they learn skills and they put in the work, they can be in a wildly different place. Yeah. And I think as well, a lot of people who come to this, right, they're, they're in a place of pain, right? Yeah. Like with their job, with their finances, with their time, uh, with their relationships, whatever it might be. And I think when you're in pain, it's it's once again, an instinctual reflex to try and get out of pain as quickly as possible. Like if something is hurting you, you move quickly. So it's not hurting you anymore. That's like a reflex, right? Um, For most like that has ensured the survival of our species, probably one of them, at least anyway. And so uh, that that carries over into this space. You're you're in pain in your life. You you want to get out of it as quickly as you can. Um, But sometimes you just need to put that into context uh, and temper it a little bit like if you've been working a job you don't like for the last decade, yes, it would be lovely to get out of it tomorrow, but you can probably take that pain for another 12 months. Like you've already done it for 10 years. You can do it for another 12 months while you work towards getting yourself out of it, right? So you like just realize that if it took you one year to build a business that could replace your income, right, to get it to that level, right? To, to where it replaced your income or, or even two years and you're in your thirties. That's a short space of time. That's actually like, we, we tend to say, Oh yeah. Oh my God. That's such a long time. It's really not like, you know, you're probably going to live into your eighties, nineties. I mean, who knows? Maybe people start living more regularly into their hundreds as, as medical, uh, you know, things improve over time and science finds new ways for us to extend our lives, et cetera, which it absolutely will. Uh, you're, you're joking if you think it won't. Um, one year is one one hundredth of that time. Like that is nothing. Like if you put a one one hundredth of anything in front of yourself, you'd say, oh, that's tiny. That's a tiny thing, right? One one hundredth of a biscuit, one one hundredth of a cake. Like you would say, that's really small. It's the same with your life. It's just that we tell ourselves for some reason, we feel like a year is like a long time to do something. It's really not. It's a small time. So just, I mean, that that's kind of sometimes how I think about it as well. 
I just wish people would look back to, right? You're mm. looking ahead. Oh my God, a year where look back. If you're in your thirties, you've been doing this a while and you've been unhappy for a long fucking time. What do you have to lose to, to change the way you think and say, all right, I'm going to put in some effort daily. Again, I, w- I would reference the book, the slight edge. I think that really hits at home. It's one point. It's a, not a big book, but it's a big enough book where you're like, wow, they're telling me the same thing over and over and over again. But some people need to hear it 50 different ways to get it. Uh, it's a great book to just mm. help you realize that if you just put in the effort on a daily basis, and it doesn't have to be much, you know, 30 minutes, one hour of focus work a day over the course of the year really adds up. Uh, I don't know. But the last point I put on this sheet, uh, John, for playing the long game is like, have fucking fun. Like, life is stressful enough in every other way. Like, I want this to be fun for me. When I screw around last night i i uh got very close to buying my four thousandth domain uh you know i'm a domain hoarder but like i just like to have when i'm just laying there screwing around it's like i'm playing a poker tournament uh i'll tell you after the show uh no i met um i met a lady who uh is the best in class in her particular city at injections facial injections uh vaginal rejuvenation things like that and i said you know how come there's no lead gen in your city and she was like what is lead gen right she didn't have a clue what i was talking about and i was just like why don't why doesn't somebody have vaginal rejuvenation your city.com and put up a one pager and go you can go get comment links and rank a site like that right and mm. um just send all the leads to you and she's like oh, i don't even know how to do that i'm like i think i could have that set up by the end of the night right and uh like I, I would just want to have fun. That that shit's mm. fun to me to go see again. Fuck around and find out. And like I would encourage anyone listening to this. If you've been twiddling your thumbs and thinking I don't I don't know if I want to do this or it better make money tomorrow or uh, scared to start, which I know I was in the beginning. Fuck mm. around and find out. Just like jump in, set up a Shopify store and, and really go have fun. Like it's fun. It's a game. It's not liver. It's not life or death. It's not the end of the world if 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 something doesn't work. It's fun. It can be really fun. And so if it's not fun, don't do it. Like, that's what I would tell you. That's kind of John and I's motto. As long as we're having fun, we're going to keep doing it. And um, I don't know. I don't know how else to hammer this home. Play the long literally, game. Literally. Long term. Yeah. You literally have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose here. Like, really, you have nothing to lose. Like you said, you're not going to lose your health. You're not going to lose your house. You're not going to, like, if we're talking about high ticket dropshipping, sorry, that's what we're talking about here. Like, you're not going to lose any of those things. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, worst case, you're going to lose a little bit of time. Um, guess what? You're probably going to watch Netflix for two hours tonight anyway. So you've already lost that time. Like essentially you're going to do something else that doesn't really mean much for your life. You're, you're doing that. In- We're all doing that anyway. So you might as well just go and actually lose that time doing something that may be a massive game for your life. You got all the time in the world. Thanks for listening to the Dropship Podcast. You can find all the show notes for this episode at dropshippodcast.com. And if you're ready to take the next step in your dropshipping journey, we invite you to join us inside Dropship Breakthrough, where John and I will walk you through step-by-step in starting your own high-ticket dropshipping e-commerce business. But that's not all. Dropship Breakthrough will also teach you everything you'll need to know to grow your business and take it to the next level. So head over to dropshipbreakthrough.com and sign up for our free training that will help you take the first steps towards building and growing your own profitable high-ticket dropshipping business.